Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Lance's House of Sports. Don't forget to rate the podcast, share it with a friend, and tune in weekly for weekly podcasts. Alright, welcome back to Lance's House of Sports. I'm your host, Lance Wyatt, and I'm here with my co-host, Ben Gabriel. Welcome back to the show, Ben. Welcome back. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Good to be back. It's always a good week to be back. Uh, We had... I mean, of course, another crazy week in the NFL and college football this weekend as there was a crazy week 18 to have a few deciding factors uh, to see who got those last slots in the playoffs. But before we talk about that, the first thing, of course, we have to discuss is just the absolute demolition derby that was done on Monday night out in SoFi Stadium in L.A. Ben, I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, you know I wanted TCU to win that game, and you know... I mean, we both had money on it. I mean, of course we did, but we both lost money on it. Of course we did. But I mean, I don't think, I mean, the people that wanted Georgia to win that game and thought they were going to win that game covering that spread, 65 to 7, though. I mean, like that was one of the biggest blowouts I've seen in a long time. Like, even when we would get dominated in the playoffs, like that was, that was different. Like, that was different. What, what, what happened there for TCU? Georgia's just a better football team. We know that already. We were, but we were. That's what it boiled down to. They have more talent. They have better coaching, and Max Duggan. He's proved why he's, in my opinion, overrated. People were saying he was the best quarterback on the field last night, and I thought that was bullshit. I mean, we got to give credit to the 25-year-old quarterback in Stetson Bennett at Georgia. I mean, back-to-back champion now, um, 300 yards passing, 400, or excuse me, four passing touchdowns to go along with his two rushing touchdowns on the ground. Like it was, that was the Stetson Bennett game right there, and yeah, from start I mean, to finish, that's Georgia just looked like it was their national championship. Yeah. From yeah. start to finish. And it kind of just, you know... Gives we were saying at first play of the game, they got that false start, and we both yeah. said the game was over. <laughs> I mean, you could just tell right from the get-go that TCU had the nerves. We brought it up a little bit. Um, we knew it was plausible. Even, Callie, yourself, you brought it up, and you were saying, Georgia, they've been there before. They're going to be ready. TCU, it's a big-time moment. they got to be ready to play the entire game because if you don't play a full 60 minutes, you're never beating a Georgia team. And from the get-go on the first play of the game... They had that false start, and it just kept going the entire 60 minutes. They never got anything going. They had the one touchdown to respond uh, after Georgia went up 10-0, but that was it, ladies and gentlemen. That was it. They couldn't block Georgia's defensive line. Like I feel like once a drive, even maybe twice a drive, they were holding penalties just because they couldn't block. They just had to hold you know, Jalen Carter. I, there yeah. were at least three or four top, hurting penalties. On future top night. three pick? Yeah. It's just yeah. TCU can't compete with those guys. We were even saying it tonight. We lost to Georgia. That if we would have won, the Natty was ours. Yeah, it kind of puts it in perspective. Like Should have followed my guts. What was there for us? No, I'm not even worried about any of that. Like I wanted, I truly wanted TCU to win that game, and one because it shocked the world more, create for a better story. But instead, it, you know, it's just what we all expected. It's nothing Cinderella like. Um, just a dynasty in the making. That's all. And Kirby Smart, he's just getting started, in my opinion. But how about how about that? Uh, was it the post game show, or even it might have even just been halftime when they were talking about it on the. It was on, uh, David Pollock. Yeah. Yep. David Pollock. But he was he was <laughs> talking about how Georgia's the next dynasty in the making and just hyping up Georgia all he can with Nick Saban, 
to his right. <laughs> like, I mean, you he think said, that matters in any way? Because, I mean, it, it is true in some sort of way, but... He said Georgia in- owns college football. <sighs> right in front of Nick Saban. So disrespectful. His reaction was so funny, too. Yeah, yeah. He was... Uh, They're coming different next year. They'll be fine. I mean, of course. You can't... Ex- I mean, I, I agree with you. I, that's what I'll say. I'll, I'll agree with you. Uh, Alabama's still the best football program in the, in the nation. In my opinion, you think? Yeah, I don't know. I know it took me it took me a few seconds to get that out of my mouth, but <laughs> it's Georgia, Alabama, and Ohio State, and Michigan. In my opinion, I'm a, those are the four. Is there anything you want to say about the Buckeyes before we head to the NFL? Because I'm feeling good about next. This season. is the end of the college football season. It's on to the off season for us Buckeyes. I'm feeling good about next season. I really am. I, I am too. But we got some good freshmen coming in. Got a five-star quarterback. I know he's, you know, he might not be C.J. Stroud, but you know, you never know. He's gonna get because with the type of guys he's gonna have around him. But, but no, as as an Ohio State fan, I'm, I think I'm done like expecting championships. Like when it comes, I'll finally enjoy it. But like just the letdown every year because this year was such a whirlwind. Like I thought we were gonna win the chip the entire season. We lose to Michigan. All hope is lost, but. You know, it doesn't make any sense because of how well we played all season and then just absolutely fold against Michigan. But that Georgia game, oh, that's, that one's going to hurt for a long time. <laughs> that one's going to hurt for a long time. Yeah, that one stings. It stings, but... But, hey, we lost to the champions. We lost And I hope one. we get them next year. When do we uh, play them on our regular season schedule? I know that's still a few years like away. Like 2025, 2026. That's kind of soon. Yeah. We got And then we, I mean, then we play Alabama. And a yeah. back-to-back. Afterwards, I believe. Yeah. I think it's Texas and then Georgia. Yeah. I don't know the order of it. but Yeah, it was Notre Dame, and then we played Texas, and then we played Georgia, and then we played Bama. Should be really interesting. Uh, we, we probably need to get on to the pros now. I mean, that game was not interesting at all, but I mean, it was <laughs> it was a needed discussion for what we were, t- yeah. <laughs> what we were talking about. But uh, how about the NFL, man? Playoffs locked. Playoffs Locked. Uh, what? Which one? Which one was your favorite game? The win in your in type. Because, I mean, I don't know. I kind of found the Jaguars Titans game a little more exciting than it should be. And how about Joshua Dobbs? But Jaguars end up prevailing. But Jaguars played like shit on Saturday night. <laughs> you played really bad. It was an interesting game to watch. It was interesting to win the division. Both teams were. Both teams are not good. It's a gruesome game. Yeah. I mean. I, the Jaguars the are in. They're sitting at the four spot, and they got a home game against the Chargers. Am I saying that right? Yeah, and they're probably going to get beat. <laughs> um, I mean, on Saturday night, one point spread. I mean, I like the Chargers in that game too, but you got to. I think the Jaguars have a shot. Yeah, I mean Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Playing, he's playing good. But I don't a, think he. I don't think they have enough talent on the outside. You know, people a, people talk about Christian Kirk because he got paid a ton, but. This is like, a career-changing game for Trevor Lawrence, if he can find a way to make this happen. He's got the right coach that he needs to get it done. He's got some solid guys around him. It's just whether they can withhold Justin Herbert for going for 350 and, four, and three passing touchdowns, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's going to do that. I really don't. I don't really think he is either. I think that so, the Dolphins' defense is too good. I think they're going to make him feel the pressure. Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, Derwin James. So you don't think the Jaguars have a shot at all? No, I, I think they have a shot. Because I, I I've think, seen the Chargers play really bad. Tight. I've seen the Chargers play really bad this season, but they're healthy now. 
They have Keenan Allen. They have Mike Williams. They're all back, you know? They're all healthy. Yeah. So I feel like they're at their peak right now. Should be interesting to see if the Jaguars <laughs> can pull something off. But, I mean, I agree. Some people are thinking that the Chargers are the one team that's kind of slept on in the AFC that can make a little run. I think they are. Because you, you brought it up earlier before the podcast that they're kind of the Bengals of last year. Yeah. I mean, they're like the – yeah. They're that low seed, but their quarterback is great. He's young. They have, like, great receivers. They have a great running back. Yeah. Their defense has a lot of talent. No, they're definitely a team to keep an eye on, but I, I wouldn't count out Trevor Lawrence just yet. I think he keeps it a little closer than people think. The one guy I still don't trust for the Chargers is their head coach. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon Staley. Staley. Yeah. Don't trust him. You know? Nah, they're, I, if they're in a fourth and, a, fourth and three at their own 35 Not a lot of line. people are, but I'm a, I'm a Brandon Staley fan. Are you? I am. You were on Not the, like a you, super fan. Like, I'm not, like, talking about him all the time. When we, had, but, a, you know, when we had Dylan on here, we were... We were all saying that Brandon Staley was on the hot seat. I well, because he was on the hot seat. He was. I mean, he was. Not, all of his questionable like decisions he was making, they weren't being. They weren't successful, you know. Like, and they were all happening at once, and it was just a, not a very good start for them. But I didn't think he should be fired. I never said he should be fired. You guys said he should be fired. No. We were all on the track. I was saying Brandon Staley should we be. We said we were on. He was on the hot seat. Okay, yes. I. I just, I, I'm the one that created the hot seat list, dude. <laughs> yeah, yes. I gotta give you names. What are you talking about? I don't think, I don't think he should be fired. But I, he's well, I on the hot he seat now. list. He's huh? doing good now. He okay. got his team in the playoffs. But at the do you time, see what I'm saying, though? Yes, I do. But at the time, okay. I think. Do you see what I'm saying? I think at the time okay. we were all saying that Brandon Staley should be gone. Uh, no, I, I hope you check. <laughs> I hope you check the tape. I hope you do, because. I don't even remember what that was. Probably what the fourth. It was early on. Yeah. What are we in now? Week fifteen. Pretty exciting stuff. But <laughs> but anyways, let's get <laughs> the AFC had a kind of crazy one o'clock three game whirlwind. We could say there. I mean, the Patriots were competing with the Bills there early on, even though it was written in the stars for the Bills to win that game in a pretty odd fashion that you don't see happen every day. I mean, two kickoff returns for touchdowns, like, that's incredible. Yeah. And did you hear Josh Allen talk about uh, it's been three years and three months since the Bills have last done that as a team? I think it was just just done it in general, but they did it twice. Yeah. No, that's pretty cool. Naheem Hines, beast. Yeah, for real. Respect to him. But the Bills ended up getting getting it done, so it pretty much knocked the Patriots out of the playoffs, winning that game 35-23. While the Dolphins-Jets are in a slugfest at 6-6 for the entire game, the Steelers get the job done against the Browns, winning 28-14. So if the Jets were to beat the Dolphins, the Steelers would have been in the playoffs, and the Dolphins would have been sent home sorry. But instead, they knock in a late field goal. The Jets have one last play to do something. And it ends up being a safety, and all spread bets are lost and put to bed, sadly. (laughs) Were you around when I brought that up? Spread was three and a half. Thank goodness I didn't have that. But, hey, Skylar Thompson and the Dolphins did it. Mike McDaniel, they did it. They're going to the playoffs. Wesley Minky, if you happen to be listening, congratulations. You're going to the playoffs. But do we know? I don't think it's yet to know who their quarterback is this week, right? I mean, it could be any three of them. Yeah. No, it could. It's kind of like the Ravens. Yeah, I mean, I think Lamar's playing this week, but... He's still listed as questionable. I'm pretty sure he's going to play. I mean, it's the playoffs. He should play. 
But now the Dolphins get it done. The Chiefs still got the the one seed. They were able to get the job done. And now it's Dolphins-Bills in Buffalo, which who knows how the weather's going to be. Right now it's saying there's no snow supposed to be going on that day. Uh, it's <laughs> on for Sunday at 1 o'clock, but it's going to be 32 degrees. That's not too bad. Uh, there might be a little bit of wind, but uh, who you got in this game, Ben? Who, who you like there? You think the Dolphins can pull off a little upset or? No, absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Like, it's not even a question. I think uh, the Bills beat them by, like, 21, 28 points. Okay. Interesting. So you we, can, we can move by that quick. I mean, I, I don't know. I thought you were going to People are saying two is questionable. If two, is, if two is no, playing. I don't, two is not playing, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, two is not going to play. And, you know, they're rocking with Teddy B or Skylar T. And they're both Concussion ass. Concussion questionable. Skylar Thompson, undisclosed, questionable. Jalen Waddle, ankle, questionable. <laughs> Taron Armstead, toe, questionable. All right, it looks like it's going to be Teddy B. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I mean, nah, I agree with you completely. I think I think the Bills get the job done, and I think they dominate. Yeah. I think they cover the 10.5 spread. I think it's like that for a reason. But you know how I feel about the Bills this year. As we keep going through these playoff games, maybe we, if we have the time, we'll go into depth about it a little more. But I like the Bills big time in these playoffs. Like I said, I think it's all written in the stars for them this year. And I'm going to keep going. I've been saying it since week one. I'm rolling with it. I'm rolling with it. But, I, yeah, I think they get the job done against seven seed. Another crazy two games that were happening that decided the last seed in the NFC – the Seahawks, they got it done in overtime, barely scraping by against the Rams winning that game 19-16. to But they still needed the Lions to beat the Packers on the road in Lambeau. But as we know, with Seattle winning that game, the Detroit Lions were eliminated from the playoffs. But what does that say about Dan Campbell, man? They ended up winning that game, knocking the Packers out of the playoffs, winning that game 20-16, to saying if we're not getting in, none of us are getting in. So that was pretty cool. But now, who knows? Uh, is this the last for Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay? Or It's hard to tell because like he's like hinting at it, but he also does that every year. He kind of does. I don't know if we'll see him in Green Bay, but I feel like we'll see him place in the I NFL mean, again. Yeah. I really have no idea. I feel like it's too early to like have an opinion on that. But the way he was looking, like Jamal Williams asked him for his jersey. He said, no, nah, he's keeping it. You saying in the press conference it's a special one, like unless he's giving it to Randall Cobb, which is a possibility. Yeah, it's either his last game in Green Bay or he's retiring. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I have a lot of respect for Aaron Rodgers. He's, he's a pain when you're playing against him as a fan, but he's a hell of a quarterback and one of the best ever, in my opinion. Was only able to win one ring with Green Bay, but you know, he was always god yeah, he was always that dude <laughs> yeah he was always the best right with tom brady yeah but now with that happening the seahawks are in the playoffs and they get the two seed in the <laughs> anyways so the seahawks they snuck in they're the seven seed themselves they're going traveling on the road uh staying west coast they're playing the san francisco 49ers do you think the niners are going to dominate this game, or you think the Seahawks have any chance? The spread right now is opening at nine and a half. Yeah, I think the, the, the 49ers are really, really hot. I mean, there's <laughs> got to be one type of upset coming in uh, these playoffs, right? Because 
I mean, we, I can bring up the rest. Like, we've already Seahawks, Niners, Chargers, Jaguars are on Saturday, Dolphins, Bills, and then you got the six first to three Giants, Vikings. That spread's only three in uh, Minnesota. Uh, your boys, Ravens, Bengals on Sunday night. And then, of course, Cowboys, Vikings on Monday night. And what better than uh, America's team versus Buccaneers. Tom Brady? But no, nah, let's, let's stay with the Seahawks, 49ers for, for a second. I mean, Brock Purdy, you have to give him credit where it's due. He's been absolutely dominant since he's been starting. Um, if he was doing this all year, he'd be easily rookie of the year with no question. Yeah, I mean, um, he's thrown like but, three touchdowns a game. But you can't write off Geno Smith. He yeah. ain't writing back, fam. I think you can write him off in the you playoffs. Think? Yeah. I mean, the <sighs> 49ers defense is so yeah, good. It's really good. <laughs> it's really good. Like the Seahawks are actually fucked, I think. Like, I think it's. Might be worse than the Bills Dolphins game. So, how how highly are you thinking of the Niners this year? Super Bowl or NFC Championship? So you think at least an NFC Championship? Yeah, Super because let's say uh, Tampa Bay wins, the Eagles are have their bye. So so let's let's keep talking about this a little bit. Let's move kind of quick so we can kind of talk about this bracket here. Like I agree. I got I got Buffalo against Miami like you. Um, I think the Chargers get it done against Jacksonville. I think San Francisco gets it done at home against Seattle. Um, I think Geno Smith has a solid game, but just with the talent level on that Niners team, I think they just get it done. I mean, who do they have playing and who do they have out, though? The Niners? The Niners. Maybe uh, is Debo hurt? No, nah, Debo's not on here anymore. Yeah, so it's big time. Because, I mean, they got some guys out, but they've – been out most of the season. Yeah, Jason Verrett, Manuel Mosley, a few other guys. I agree with you, but how about that uh, Ravens-Bengals game on uh, Sunday night? I mean, I don't think that's one to look over either. And In my opinion, upsets are going to happen in these playoffs, and they have to come from somewhere. Can that Ravens-Bengals be a spot? I'm asking this to a Bengals fan right now. Yes, I am. Can the Is the Ravens-Bengals a potential upset to look at? As an unbiased fan, I think it is. Okay. I think it is. Yeah. Their defense is actually nice. They are. Is that it? Yes, that's it. Their offense sucks ass. But I they th- held us to three points in like under 100 yards in the second half last week. Yeah. Haven't said that. We were up, you know, 24 to three and a half. I think uh, the Ravens spread is something to look at. I just don't know how the Ravens offense is going to be able to put up. Even with Lamar Jackson, like I understand he's a different type of quarterback and he's – you know, one of one with his running ability. But, I mean, their offense is very mediocre this season. And the Bengals' offense, while even even though they're going up against a tough matchup in the Ravens' defense, you got to think they're going to prevail. And I mean, listen, I think it could be an upset, but I definitely am picking the Bengals to win. Yeah, I know. So I'm just getting that I clear. know you are. But so – and Because I don't know, because I do think upsets can happen, and it's just like – Right now, everyone is all over the Bengals, but I just don't see how. I just don't. I think I just don't see how it can happen. I don't. I don't know what else to say. I just don't how see can, how it can like, happen. Like dominate. Uh, I I think it's a tighter game than we think because of the Ravens' defense. I mean, the spread's at six and a half, so I'd look at the Ravens' spread. But I think the Bengals get it done. I think people are surprised by how well they play offensively against the Ravens' defense. I really I, do. I just I don't think, think they were going full force last week. Uh, not in the second half, I don't. I think they were trying to keep guys from getting injured. So, I mean, moving back over to the NFC, 
the six seed New York Giants going up against the three seed Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings have been one of the most strange teams in the NFL this season, I'd say, as they have probably been in uh, some of the most one possession games all season. Um, let's see. In games decided by seven or less, the Vikings are nine and zero. <laughs> nine and zero. Uh, while the Giants are sitting at five, three, and one in games decided by seven or less. When scoring first, the Vikings are ten and one. And when leading at halftime, they're nine and zero. Oh. So I think those are some interesting ones to look at because even if they are like dominating the game, keeping it close, it shows that they they know how to win and that they can get it done. But I personally think the Giants have a great chance to steal this one in Minneapolis. But it's a big question on whether they can guard Justin Jefferson. I think they will be able to assault, be able to do a solid job against Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison. But Justin Jefferson is one of the top in the league right now, and he's definitely going to be going for a statement game with Kirk Cousins this weekend. You see an upset coming here? We have uh, all chalk so far. It's such a tough game because, like, the Vikings record, like, is good and like you know all those stats you just said but like you know we've seen the vikings lose by 30 points this year (laughs) yeah so it's just like i mean if they show up like they're probably gonna win the game because i don't think the giants are that good of a football team no i i really do not either (laughs) but if they don't show up like and the giants you know do ggs vikings lose if they i just don't think the giants offense is good enough you know, like the Vikings have shown that even when they're down 33 points going into halftime or whatever, you know, they're still able to come back and win games. The Giants, on the other hand, um, I have never seen anything like that from them and Daniel Jones. But it can be a tighter game than we think. I mean, the over-under sitting at 48 and a half right now. I don't know. I kind of like the under in that game, but the, with the way it's looking as it's heading up, you got to think points are going to be scored. I, I'm i probably taking the Vikings in this game. Um, I... Uh, I'm a fan of the Giants. I'm a fan of Saquon Barkley. He was on my fantasy team this year. <laughs> but uh, Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins, uh, I think they're too good. And it's not a primetime game, so no need to fear, uh, Vikings fans. <laughs> yeah. I think Kirk is a little overrated. You don't agree with me? A little overrated? Yeah. I mean, where does when does he get rated high? I feel like people think, you know, Kirk is – some good quarterback. I mean, he is a good quarterback. I think he's a solid starter, you know, but I don't think he's top 12. I mean, probably not, you know, like. He's like probably. He's top 15. Maybe. I mean, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott. Kyler? Yeah, Kyler Murray. I haven't even said the GOAT yet. Tom Brady. I mean, you could argue Justin Fields now, honestly. You really could. Trevor you, Lawrence. You didn't say Justin said. Herbert, did you? I did say Justin you Herbert. Um, I mean, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence really is better argue. than Kirk Cousins. You could argue. I haven't said Tua. I mean, that's over 12 right there. That's like 13. Um, I mean, yeah. But Kirk Cousins is a uh, – assist- I think he's a system quarterback. And when he has good players around him, he's able to get the job done. And that's exactly what you want. Uh, from an NFL quarterback, so we'll see. I think the Vikings will pull it out, but it'll be a close game. Yeah. Spreads three for a reason. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I wouldn't be surprised if they did win by three. Yeah, you know, like a like a twenty four to twenty one game, or like a twenty three to twenty, uh, twenty seven to twenty four. But 
Yeah. I don't know. Saquon Barkley is going to have to have a huge day for the Giants for them to get it done. Because, I mean, him and uh, Danny Dimes on the on the ground. Because, I mean, as solid of a quarterback as he is, because he is, he's very very solid. I mean, they they just don't have the type of weapons on the offense that the Vikings do, and they struggle throwing the ball consistently. So their ground game is going to have to be fantastic if the uh, this is a game that they want to potentially steal. So uh, before we uh, move on to some later picks and uh, maybe get into the NBA, the last game that we have to discuss is, of course, you know, this is one of my favorite games of the weekend. It's on Monday night, and it's the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, they're heading down to Tampa Bay, take on Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Uh, who you like in that game? Both teams have kind of been up and down. I mean, the Cowboys are obviously uh, the favorites in this game, but – they got blown out last week by the Commanders team, a team that was eliminated from the playoffs already. I'm probably going to take Dallas. Yeah. You know, obviously Tom Brady's the GOAT, but I think Dak right now is the better quarterback. I can't really say that Dallas has, like, more weapons, but, you know, uh, I think their running back core is a lot better. I think well, CeeDee Lamb is better than, you know, Mike Evans or – I mean, I don't know. Mike Evans gets – he's very, very slept on. No, he I is mean, slept on. He had a Dominic game uh, last week, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, nah, the Buccaneers are still legit, and I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a different type of dog come out in those guys because, yes, they have no running game whatsoever. Leonard Fournette and uh, Rashad White and those guys, like they just haven't been too successful this year. But, I mean, their line's not what it used to be, but they need to rely on Mike Evans and Chris Godwin heavy. And they should, and they should be successful with it, with the best quarterback ever, um, with two of the top 15 receivers in the league, I'd say, arguably. But then on the other hand, you got one of the best run games in the league, if not the best run game in the league, with Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb. Um, And now T.Y. Hilton, a huge addition, in my opinion, for the playoffs for the Cowboys. And I think he's a difference maker, honestly, um, because he's just that extra veteran star that you could use on a team. Like, no, he's not what... He used to be, but he's still got some talent left in the tank, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I think he's a deep ball threat, so yeah. that definitely helps them out. He can, you know, he's fast. He can get down the field, get behind safeties. Yeah. I don't know. I just I think Dallas has too much talent on defense and on offense. Their wide receivers are good. Their running backs are fantastic. Yeah. You know, it just depends how Dak Prescott plays, really, you know, because we've seen him play really bad in the playoffs, so – I, I, I agree. I think it's written for a Tom Brady versus Dak Prescott game, but I think if uh, you, they let Tony Pollard get loose and Ezekiel Elliott gets his weekly touchdown, then I think it's going to be hard for the Buccaneers to win unless it's just an absolute offensive showtime game, you know, like which is very possible, I think. But I don't know with the way the Cowboys' defense is. I mean, they're very, very dominant in there. They have weapons on all three levels of the field. So I wouldn't be surprised if they were able to slow down the Buccaneers a little bit. And that's why I'd probably go with the Cowboys. But I think it'll be a low-scoring game. You think so? Yeah, I mean, both defenses have so many guys. Yeah. So. No, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if it started out slow or if it started out quick. You know, it was kind of an up-and-down game, but points were getting put on the board. And I I think it's honestly just because there's too many weapons in this game. And at the end of the day, like, defense wins championships, but offense beats defense, you know, like more times than defense beats offense. That makes sense? Like the best yeah. players? Yeah. You know, like sometimes just good offense beats good defense, and I think that might come to fruition Uh this uh, next coming up Monday night. 
So who who you got in that game? You're taking the Cowboys with me? Are we taking chalk? I mean, if there's one upset you had to pick, you think the most likely one, who are you taking in this weekend slate? I mean, still probably the Ravens. You think so? Really? Yeah. Really? I mean, I don't think – I think either Tampa Bay or Dallas could win, and I wouldn't call it either way an upset because Dallas hasn't been playing well. Tampa Bay has been playing a little better than they were in the middle of the season. Mm -hmm. But neither team is great, so probably still the Ravens. Mm -hmm. I mean, I wanted to go with the Chargers-Jags game, but I – you know, that game's sitting out of pick right now. Plus 100? Yeah, minus 110. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, no spread. Um, right now the public's on the Chargers, but, I mean, I don't know. That I, I wouldn't say that's kind of like an upset game to me. The game's in Jacksonville. Um, there basically is no favorite as a pick game. So I, I'm not going to take that game, but I think the Jaguars do have a solid chance to knock off the Chargers if the Chargers don't play their best game because, I mean, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Staley fan. I think be successful, but if they don't get the job done here, then he's, I think he's right back on that hot seat in my opinion. I don't think he's on the hot seat just because he's he got his team to the playoffs after injury-riddled season. They're a better team than the Jaguars, though. They are. They definitely are. But the Jaguars have beaten some good teams this year. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't know. You, you don't think it's that bad of a loss if they don't get it done? No. Okay. They're a playoff team. Yeah, I just... Uh, the Jaguars, the Bengals, have, been, the the Jaguars Bengals, have been really hot, too. That's why I personally think the Jaguars can find a way to get it done. But Yeah. I mean, if the... Five in a row... I don't know. You wouldn't say Zach Taylor's on the hot seat if he loses to the Ravens. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, I guess. I guess you're right, but I'm kind of surprised you're not saying the opposite because you have been all, you've been up Zach Taylor's ass all season. I feel no, like. no, I was up his ass it. like first six weeks. No, nah, but we're a little, we, if a little we, longer listen, into that. Nah, okay, first eight weeks, but we're twelve. <laughs> we're, we're twelve and four. I was saying that. Yeah, after you we, guys have been red hot. Of course, once you guys got red hot. Yeah, we I, we lost by thirty to the Browns. That was our low, and <laughs> you know we're yeah we're peaking right now. So. I'm not going to say that about Zach Taylor right now. He, you know, he took us to 13 and four. Jamar missed four games, 12 and four. Proved me wrong. Game plan was bad to start the season, but since that, they've been really, they've been really successful. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's do a quick, you know, who we see wins these divisional games, AFC Championship, and whatnot. And if we have, you know, you still going? So you're rocking the Chargers. I know I've probably asked you like three yeah, times. I'm rocking the Chargers. Okay, so it'd be Chargers, Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, and then Cowboys, Cowboys Eagles, Cowboys, Eagles, and Niners, Vikings. Yeah, I We're mean, really we, taking we can all the favorites. It, we can, yeah, we had chalk there. I mean, the two, <laughs> uh, the two five seeds win, but they're basically the favorites, you know. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, I was gonna say another upset. Uh, if an upset were to happen, I don't know. I wouldn't. Be surprised if the Seahawks competed in the game against the Niners. <laughs> I think I'm just going to say that. I think it's bad. I don't take. think it happens. It's a bold one. <laughs> it's a bold one because I think the Giants can get it done against the Vikings too. I really do. I think it would be a tight game. I really think Tom Brady can, you know, show some more magic. When was the last time he's lost to the Cowboys? It's just how it works. Um, but I don't know. I'm just going to throw it out there. I'll say my uh, surprise upset. If it, if it is to happen in the game, I'm taking the Seahawks. Really? But That's the game you want to pick? I feel like it kind of is. It's the game we no one would about expect. How hot the 49ers yeah, were. but it, and it's the game no one would expect, and that's why I'm saying it. It's giving TCU beating Georgia. Yeah, it's 
just not going to happen. You know, we can have all the faith, but spread's nine and a half. What do you think? Because I think that the 49ers win like 31 to 10. To 10? Dude, their defense, like, I'm sorry, but Geno Smith is mid. He's not mid. He's solid. They went 500, dude. He's mid. Like, And you got no trust in their D? No. Their D is terrible. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. I, I wasn't trying to say that. Like, I'm taking the Seahawks. I just think if an upset <laughs> is to happen, like, I think it'd be a game no one would expect, and I think it'd be something like that. Because, you know, yes, Brock Purdy's been playing super well, but he is Mr. Irrelevant. That's nothing to do with We'll anything. see. We'll Brock see. Brock Purdy is better than Geno Smith already. No. Yes, right now Brock Purdy is better no. than Geno Smith. Yes, he is. Dude, he's in the best system any man could ever ask for. That makes him better. Just because Tom Brady was on the Patriots, we still call him the GOAT, even though he had fucking cheater what's his face we are not talking bill about belichick right now we are not talking about that right now <laughs> listen i mean i like obviously we, we say like, all the time if aaron rogers was on the patriots he would be the goat. i don't say that i do i don't say that i do if aaron rogers on the patriots with bill belichick he would have been the goat. i just hate people that are like that like <laughs> a discredit tom brady no not that discredit but <laughs> you know it's all like the fairy tale make believe oh if this person was on this team this person would be the goat like no one knows that no one knows that, and it's just assumptions made from other people, and it's just, yes, it is discrediting what's done from other teams, but. I'm just saying right now that. And P- Aaron Rodgers P- has P- had P- plenty Carole, of chances, Pete Carroll is a fantastic coach. I know he is not maybe the system that Brock Purdy's in, but Pete Carroll is a great coach. He is a good coach. Do you want me to say Giants-Vikings then? Because I think the Giants can beat the Vikings too. Oh, I think I'm the Giants can definitely the beat the Vikings. But that's only a three-point spread, you know? Yeah. So. That's I mean, like I guess, the most likely still, uh, upset to happen. But on paper. Let let let's go to the divisional round. I fucked up talking about that Seahawks game. Yeah. <laughs> you guys came at my throat there. But we'll see. We'll <laughs> see. I, I think it's the one I would least expect, and that's why it would happen. So anyways, uh Vikings Niners. Um I'm I'd probably still take the Niners there. I don't think the Vikings are for real. Uh and you're playing that game in San Francisco. I just think Kyle Shanahan and his team would is too good. Yeah, no, I agree. I think they shut down Justin Jefferson. I think Brock Purdy has a day. I just don't. I don't think the Vikings are that good of a football team. They have a negative point differential on the season. That's, I think CMC starts going absolutely berserk in the playoffs here. You think? Yeah, because you know he's needed running and receiving. So I wouldn't be surprised if he got like two receiving touchdowns and a rushing touchdown or something, you know, like just absolute dominance one game from them. I mean, it could come in the NFC Championship. Let's talk about it a little bit. Eagles-Dallas, who you, who you like in that game? I mean, that's probably one of the game, one of the best games of the playoffs right there, in my opinion. I mean, you saw that game. I think it was – I believe it was over Christmas, the Eagles-Cowboys. Uh, it was Eagles with Gardner Minshew, and they still almost got the job done. Yeah. But the games in Philadelphia, they got Jalen Hurts. This is going to be Jalen Hurts' second game in, like, five weeks after missing two games, playing the last game of the regular season, now sitting on a bye week. Who you like in this game? Do you think the rest for Jalen um, and the team uh, hurts them, or you think they get it done at home Yeah, I mean, with we, home field advantage? We've talked, to, we've talked about it a little bit at the house, but I was telling you, like, I think that Jalen Hurts missing this time, like, right before the playoffs is not good for the Eagles. chemistry especially yeah so it'll be a close game but you know they have two weeks to practice yeah so i think he'll be fine the eagles are legit 
Yeah. Like people think they're not legit because I kinda I see Eagles are legit. Jalen Hurts is like that. AJ Brown is a top eight receiver in the league right now. Yeah. So and they have the best defense in the NFL. I think the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. I agree. I really do. I mean, it's gonna be them, Dallas or the Niners have been saying that. Um, it'll be really interesting to see how it plays out. But I just feel like the Eagles, you don't always see a dominant regular season transition into a, a Super Bowl run because, I mean, it's the playoffs are a completely different game. Uh, teams get hot and cold. But I think this is one of those years, and I'm speaking that into both conferences. I mean, the Eagles finished with, what, three losses, 14-3? and three? Yeah. Yeah, 14 I, mean, and three. I mean, the Bills were 13-3 and three with that cancellation game. Uh, your Bengals were 11-4. and four. 12, 12 and, four. and four. Yeah, they were 12 and four, the Chiefs. And yet the Chiefs still have the one seed with as they're 14, 14 and three. three. Yeah, so, I mean, the dominant teams have been dominant all season, and I think we see it again in the playoffs. So I agree with you. I like the Eagles at home. That leads us to a uh, Eagles 49ers NFC Championship game. Um, I'm probably rocking with the Eagles there at home. I think, I mean, hopefully they're healthy with their O-line. I know, uh, did Lane, I don't know if Lane Johnson got hurt. Um, he might have, but I, I'm sure it, I didn't think it was something too serious. Anyways, if they get that far, he should be okay. Yeah. But um, you like the Eagles there, or are you going the other way, taking the 49ers? And Brock Purdy, your boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough game for me, actually, because I really like the Eagles this year, but the Niners, like you said to start the podcast, the Niners are the hottest team in the NFL. Yeah. They've been dominating for weeks on end. Yeah. Even when the injury happened, it was – Crazy impressive. Brock Purdy just picked up where the team left off. and He made him better. Incredible. He actually made him better. He did low-key make him better. <laughs> he made him better. I just... Jeremy Garoppolo wasn't throwing three touchdowns It's just one of the craziest stories to see. I don't know. But like you said, you're right. Brock Purdy is in the best system. He has C-Mac as his running back. He has Debo, Brandon Ayuk, Debo George has been Kittle. out for a few weeks, but he should be out. And yes, he still has Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, C-Mac. Elijah Mitchell's been in and out. Yeah. Um, their team is fantastic. They're fantastic. And the way Kyle Shanahan runs his offense is beautiful to watch. Uh, yeah, I mean, he probably, puts receivers in the backfield. He puts running backs out wide. You know, like so many different types of schemes to get players open. Like, it's incredible. He's he's probably the best coach in the NFL right now, in you my opinion. So? Yeah. I mean, you know, there's guys like, you know, Bill Belichick's still a coach. Mike Tomlin has still never had a losing season. Andy Reid. Andy Reid, you know. It's no joke. Sirianni? <laughs> uh, Sirian is good, but I think those guys have the experience over him. Yeah. You know? I think he has a just good team age. to coach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's just, there are a lot of good coaches, but. Yeah. Shanahan's, Shanahan's no joke. He's yeah. been doing it for a good amount of years now. It's kind of crazy. Um, yeah. We didn't even talk about uh, Cliff King, Kingsbury getting fired. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. How interesting that was is pretty, that? I mean, that was he didn't have be the best tenure in Arizona. I was a fan of him for a little bit. He honestly coached some solid games, but you could just tell over time with his tenure, like they just they always struggled to get things done. And I feel like he just doesn't have like a good relationship with the team. Yeah, like I he, don't know. There I are feel clips like of him and Kyler Murray talking, and like they just don't like mesh very well. I'm starting to think maybe Kyler Murray's just not the answer. And <laughs> I agree. Maybe that's just a rough season and he has a big bounce back year next year, but he definitely didn't look like himself this season. Looked like a completely different player. He's not um, built for the league, dude. He's <laughs> nah, he's he's actually like he's what, 5'10, 200. He's not a very big guy and I get, mean, I, he's he you could tell he struggles looking over his linemen. I I don't think he was as good thrown outside of the pocket. Now it's kind of one of his best 
attributes, I'd say, throwing yeah. on the run, throwing outside the pocket, make expanding plays, making plays. Um, so I really, ho- I really hope he gets back to that next season because I'm, a, I'm a fan of Kyler Murray. I like his play. I always like rooting for the little guy. Um, but yeah, they're, for the last couple of years, the Cardinals just haven't been the best of themselves, and I think it was the right call moving on from them. Um, but it'll be really interesting to see who they go and get because I know the Broncos are already uh, on the call for Sean Payton, so it'll be interesting to see who the Cardinals try and go and get. Yeah, um, it will be. It'll be cool. Jim Harbaugh? Um, I don't know. Maybe uh, that speculation is always off and on. You know, with him talks with the Panthers was a thing, but yeah, he did say again he's staying with Michigan, right? So for now, it's early. Because <laughs> Blake Corm is coming back. That's the only reason he wants to stay there. No. Yeah. Once Blake Corm and JJ are gone, he's what out. What makes you say that? Once Blake Corm and JJ McCarthy are gone after this next year, he's going to the NFL. What makes you say that? Because he's been hinting at it for the past two off seasons, and he loves them. And they're going to be gone. Like, that will also be interesting to see because, you know, these coaching vacancies are going to get covered or and filled by next year. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what's available for the next few seasons to come. But wrapping up the NFL, let's talk about let's talk about these futures uh, AFC side of the playoffs. When looking at the bracket, if we got the Chargers winning against Jacksonville, I think the Bengals end up getting it done against the Ravens. I just think they're the more talented team. And then I definitely got the Bills against Teddy Bridgewater and the Dolphins most likely. Um, Even if Tua comes back, I don't think they'll be ready to get it done. He's been in and out. I think the Bills, like like I've been saying, right in the stars. So then you got, uh, you you know, the once again matchup, uh, the one game that was canceled, you got the two versus three, Bills versus Bengals. That's also probably one of the best games of these playoffs that we could see. That will um, be the best game of the playoffs. If that's the game in Buffalo, who knows how the weather is? Um, who knows how health concerns will be um, from there on? Um, who do you like in that game? You know who I'm going. As you're wearing, <laughs> as you're wearing a welcome to the jungle football since 1968. Doesn't you're going say, with your boys. Doesn't it say AFC champs on here somewhere? Nope. No. Football since AFC. Oh, AFC North. Yeah. Yep. It's cool. Yeah, shirt. we're the champs. Uh, <laughs> you know, who, you know who I'm taking. <laughs> you know who I'm taking. Really? You, you got to meet Josh Allen. Yes. You know that Joe Burrow is probably just as good as Josh Allen now. I know people say Josh Allen, but he has to go up against Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. <laughs> Think about it that way. Not. That's fucked. If I'm a Bills fan, I'm fucking scared. You know we all have a lot of respect for the Cincinnati Bengals, and Joe Burrow was perfect when he was saying, like, yeah, he was being a little cocky, but it's the truth. Like, his uh, career to win a championship is his whole career. With the team that they have, if they keep, some, if they keep you know, the majority of those guys, you know, the key guys, um, they're going to be good his whole career. So his window is always going to be open, but – I just think the Bills' time is now, and they're at home. That crowd's going to be a big advantage. I don't think. I don't think that game's realize. at home. That's a neutral site game. I think. I, mm, I do not believe so. No, I thought th- I thought that's what they had decided. If those teams matched up in the playoffs, it'd be a neutral site game because neither of them finished the season. Um, week eighteen has no bearing on a possible Bills Bengals championship game. That would be in Buffalo. But that's a. Say I don't know. Cool. So let's say we'll we'll say it's in Buffalo. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. It's in. It's interesting if it'll be neutral site. But yeah, we can say it's in Buffalo for now. Even oh, if it is neutral site, let's say it's in like 
Baltimore. Obviously, the Buffalo Bills fans aren't going to cheer for the Bengals, but I know those two teams, after what happened in that game, have a ton of respect for each other, and the crowd's yeah, not going to the crowd's not going to be like hostile towards Bengals players. You know what I mean? They're still going to be rooting for the game. Yeah, yeah. Buffalo's going to be crazy. Yeah, you know it always. I don't is, care if the game. I don't care if the game's in Texas. The <laughs> the Bills fans are going to be crazy. They will yeah, be there. One hundred percent. They're yeah. It's going to be a. F- It'll out. be an all-out brawl. Hopefully, it's one we get to see in the next coming weeks. But I'm probably taking the Bills there. I hate to go against your boys because I do think they're legit. But you never know. Maybe an upset happens and they go up against the Chiefs because them I th- I'd like them against. But Chiefs Chargers, I like the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs smack them honestly in a game like mm. that. I don't know about all that. I, I think, think it'll uh, be. I think it'll be closer than you think. You think so? Yeah, I do. I think that the we'll see. The Chargers always play good against the Chiefs. Chiefs have just been without a doubt dominant all season. Like they have some close games, but they they win games. Yeah, they do win and games unless they play Cincinnati. Then they lose their own three. Then they lose. <laughs> so you think Chargers can pull off an upset there? Or are you just gonna ride with the Chiefs with me as we? Uh, I think it'll be a close game, on? but the Patrick Mahomes is just the better quarterback. And yeah, that's what it'll boil down to. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And then, you know, you got a Chiefs Bengals slash a Chiefs Bills uh, AFC Championship game. I know you got the Bengals winning that once again. Even though if it's Bengals Chiefs, I think I would take the Chiefs in that. I mean, we'll see how the teams play leading up to it, but I'd probably take the Chiefs in that. Yeah, I'd have to see how we look in the against the Bills. Yeah. Because, you know, coming off a win against the Bills, it's going to be hard to turn it around and have to go beat the Chiefs again for, you know, everybody's talking about how we're 0-3. Everyone has to do it. Chiefs are going to be hearing that they're 0-3. They're yeah, going to become one of the different mentality. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Yeah. It's hard to beat a be team a that many game. times in a row. Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. Especially a team of that caliber and a, the best quarterback in football. Yeah. Like, we're bound to lose to him once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that would be crazy. I don't know, man. I don't think it's the Chiefs' year to go to the Super Bowl. Obviously, they have the 14-3 and record. They have Pat Mahomes. But outside of Pat Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, like, They're who? in a lot of tight games, too. People they don't are. realize it. They are. Even when they're winning the entire game, like it's still, you know, like with not reach. blowing teams out. You know, they almost lost to the Broncos. Yeah. But I don't think it's the Chiefs here. I think if the Bills beat the Bengals in the divisional round, then the Bills will go to the Super Bowl. And if the Bengals beat the Bills, I think the, the Bengals yeah. are going to go to the Super Bowl. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm, ta- I'm taking the Bills over the Chiefs in a playoff game. Even, I mean, that's at a neutral site, but I, I think the Bills get it done. And then, you know, we look at the, a potential Super Bowl, I think the Bills win it all, and I'm going to stick with it. You see anything different? I mean, you think it's the Bengals' year, or you think you think the team's coming out of the NFC? The Bengals make it to the Super Bowl; they're going to win. I'm, put, I'm putting that out there right now. Yeah, no, I, I want the, I want the I Cowboys. I, I really want that. the Cowboys again. I think I agree with you on that. We would definitely beat the Cowboys if we played them again. I don't think I don't think the Cowboys make it. Yeah, I, I think it's an Eagles yeah. or Niners. The Niners would be the scariest team to match up against. I think you guys beat the Niners too. I really do. I, really I mean, do. I just think the AFC is superior. But I'm taking, but I'm taking the Bills over all those teams, and then I honestly, I think the Eagles probably give them the most trouble. But the Niners are right there with them. Um, I think they both be tight, but I, I think they get it done. I think they're champs this year. Um, but Jalen Hurts, you know, he's playing for a contract in a couple of years. Next season is going to be huge for him. If he were to find a way to win a Super Bowl, that would be huge for him. He doesn't even make $2 million. Like, if he wins a Super Bowl, I bet he gets paid after this year. Yeah, just they'll extend him now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, as it should. Joe Burrow's going to get extended after this year. How much is he making right now? Eight mil. 
Yeah. <laughs> These quarterbacks deserve more. These young quarterbacks that have been in the league for a few years already dominating the league. Justin Herbert. Some paydays are coming. Yeah. Some paydays are going to be crazy. Joe Burrow's going to yeah. get like 50. These next mil. couple of years are going to be crazy. Um, I mean, that can wrap up our NFL talk. I mean, like we always do, we keep it brief. I mean, the NBA is always rolling. Um, obviously, games are being played every night. Um, I can throw out some uh, hot teams that have been playing well for you. I mean, my C's, they're sitting at the best record in the league still. Robert Williams had his first game in the starting lineup on Monday night. That was very enjoyable. Jason Tatum's been dominant. They're 7-3 and three last 10. 29 and 12, but right behind them, it's still Brooklyn at 27 and 13. They're 9 and 1 in their last 10. I mean, they're a scary, they're a scary team with the way they're playing, and their defense has been what's really been surprising me. I mean, one yeah. of the best in the league right now. I mean, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, it's yeah. just, you know, two top 10 players in the league. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, and I think they're Kyrie's finally starting to get it together with there. some of the role players. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Ben Simmons, I think he's found his role. He doesn't do a whole lot for him, but I mean, 7-7-6, seven, seven, and six, like that's good enough. But Nick Claxton has been uh, pretty good for them. T.J. Warren, unexpected uh, from coming back from the injury, has been solid. Unexpected? Um, uh, for me, yes. For me. <laughs> Maybe not for you, but for me, yes. I was saying T.J. Warren all yeah. season long. Yeah, well... <laughs> You know, uh, we, we get some things right, we get some things wrong, and uh, I'll give you credit for that one, uh, TJ Warren's solid. But Seth Curry, too, he's been a big help for them. But they're just deep, you know. they got a bunch of solid guys. Watanabe, Joe Harris, Edmund Summer, Cam Thomas, Patty Mills. Like, they have so many guys that they can play. Such a veteran team. I mean, this is, it'll be a tough team come playoff time. And they have the two top vote-getters in the uh, Eastern Conference, and it's for a reason. Before we talk about that, I also want to say the Bucks have been struggling recently, so that's something to keep an eye on. Um, they were able to get it done on Monday night um, and come back against the Knicks, but they're four and six in their last ten, and they're still at the three seed. But they are right there, right next to all these guys at the brink of dropping down a few more seeds. So that is something to keep an eye on. And then the Western Conference, Denver's been dominant, and Memphis have been dominant. They are currently sharing the one seed, and they're both eight and two in their last ten. And I think they're the two scariest teams right next to the Warriors who are creeping up as we speak in the Western Conference. The Warriors are back to 500. They're back at the six seeds. So it's what it expected is is happening right now. So those are the teams to keep an eye on in the Western Conference. But to get to the All-Star game, to what I want to talk about, like I said, the boys from Brooklyn um, are leading the front court and the, and the back court uh, vote getting for the Eastern Conference. Um, and Katie's leading the charge for the Eastern Conference with over 3.1 million votes as we speak. Um, I mean, it's well-deserved. Yeah. It's well-deserved. And I don't know if you have this. Yeah. I so, I mean, so, I mean, as we speak in the Eastern Conference, Katie's leading the charge. But the front court is in a really tight race for the starting spot. I mean... Kevin Durant's right there. Giannis is right under three million. Joel Embiid's at two point two, and then you got Jason Tatum at the four at two point one. Um, I mean, I think any three of those guys are deserving to make the starting lineups for the All Star game. Um, I would love to see Jason Tatum in it, but I mean, I think if there's one guy he's going to pass, it's going to be Joel Embiid, and he's still playing lights out, um, playing out of his mind. But when you look at this uh, list, Ben, uh, what's the first thing that sparks your eye? Because there's a few things that you look at and you're like, what in the damn hell? But I'm curious, what po what's the first thing that pops your eye? I think it's crazy that Steph has more votes than Luca. Yeah? Yeah, I do. 
Well, I, mean, I mean, I know Steph is obviously still probably the best point guard in the NBA, but Steph missed, you know, a month. He's still yeah. out, isn't he? Um, he is out. Yeah, he's been out for a month. But Luca's, you know, he had he's had like three fifty point games this past month. I, I think mean, Luca's, I don't know if that's exactly accurate, but you know, he's two. been he's been he's dominant. He's been special. Yes. And he gets damn near forty every I mean, if they're both sitting at top two, they're both starters anyways. And LeBron's going to be the all-star captain in the Western Conference. Like, that's just a given. You know, if he's in the league, he's going to be the captain in his conference. It's just how it works. He's sitting atop the Western Conference front court with Jokic and AD and the other two slots to start. Um, And Zion's the first man out. And then right behind him, it's Andrew Wiggins. I don't know know if you saw that. And, I mean, that's kind of an eye-opener in front of Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. He hasn't really done much, but... There's a lot of guys left out, but the one name that I was going to say, and I'm just like, I mean, this is exactly why fans shouldn't be voting, you know, or it shouldn't be taken into account, if at all, you know, hardly little. Austin Reeves is in the top 10 pool for guards in the Western Conference. I didn't even see that. <laughs> That's insane. I mean, he's got more He's got more votes than Jordan Poole. <laughs> and Jordan Poole's absolutely incredible. I mean, Kevon Looney is... Number 10 in the front court. Yeah, we've seen that before. <laughs> With That's, Zaza Pachulia. And Draymond, like, come on. Yeah, Draymond's a joke. I kind of I kind of like seeing Paolo in the Eastern Conference. He's sitting at the eighth spot right now. There's uh, a bunch of Golden State bandwagons. There's five Golden State players that are in this list. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just how it works. That's fan <laughs> voting for you. That's exactly why we're talking about it. And it leads into what I want to ask So we, uh, to end the pod. Who do you think the 10 guys should be, um, the five in each conference, to be the starters this season? Because as it's looking like, you know, it's going to be LeBron as the captain in the West. Um, it's going to be KD or Giannis in the East. Um, so these guys are going to need a pool to pick from for their starters. Who do you think they should be? You want me to give Ooh, 10 from each conference? I do. I feel like it's already written out for me. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Actually, I it's, think all, I would, it's all very close. It's just personal preference who you think's most deserving. It's just because I definitely have my opinion. <laughs> like I would have, like Jaw only has nine hundred thousand votes yeah. on this list, but I think he's should be up there with Luca and Steph. Um, um, he got he was hurt for a little. It's bit. It's crazy though. how many votes those guys have: two point three million, two point seven million, and then Jaw's at third at nine hundred thousand. Yeah, like wow. Jaw's getting disrespected. Shay's at four. Shy Gilgus. Yeah, he's getting disrespected too. Yeah, he's, you know he averages thirty points. Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> think he should be starting. Yeah, um, you want to give your ten first, or you want me to go? I can give my ten. All right, let's hear it. Uh, I'm taking Luca. I'd probably take Jaw. I would, but okay. I don't think that's gonna happen. Um, yeah, LeBron. I think I'm taking LeBron, Jokic, and Zion mm-hmm. over AD. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm taking. Kyrie Irving, and I actually really like Donovan Mitchell at the second guard spot. He's been playing out of his mind. He's been very, he's been, uh, he's been very dominant. I mean, well deserving. Yeah. I mean, the seventy point performance says it all. Yeah. Honestly. And then you know, Katie's been playing great. He deserves to be starting. Um, Giannis, just because there's not a center yet, I'm gonna say Joel, but I do really want to say JT for you. Wow. Nah, it's cool. (laughs) <laughs> no, they need a center. You can't start Kevin Durant, Giannis, and JT. I think those well, are... you know, teams are being picked. So, like in the Western Conference, Nikola Jokic is going to be over there. So here's what I, I'll say it real quick, and then we'll debate. Like in the West, I personally think it should be 
Um, I mean, I think it should be uh, Luka and um, just because the Warriors haven't been having, they haven't had the best record this season. I mean, as Steph got hurt, they've honestly been playing a little better. They've been moving up in the rankings. Um, so I'd probably agree with you and take Luka and Jaw um, in the front court. Um, if Anthony Davis never got hurt, it'd be Nikola Jokic, Anthony Davis, and Zion. Um, but because Anthony Davis did get hurt, um, I'd put LeBron in there instead of Anthony Davis. Yeah, but LeBron um, has, you know. Well, yeah, of he's going to be the captain. He's going to be the captain. Yeah, but I'm talking about my personal preference. Okay, you know, okay. like what I think. Yeah. Um, if AD never got hurt, I'd probably you know put Zion in there instead. But Zion um, got hurt too, so you can't really. Zion's out for a, like three weeks. Yes, <laughs> but it's more recent. Yeah, now it is. But it is going to go away. So honestly, now it probably AD should be back for the All Star game. I mean, whether he plays or not, I don't know. So I mean. That's honestly an interesting topic. Like, if AD decides not to play, Zion decides not to play, who's the guy that gets put in the lineup? And next up, it's Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who it is in the Western Conference, honestly. Yeah, I mean, Jokic, LeBron, and Zion or AD. Yeah, but I'm saying if those, if, if they, they like, didn't want to play, you know, like, I mean, are you putting Laurie Markkinen in that spot? Um, B.I.'s been in and out. That's an issue. Could, we don't have to talk about that right now, but that's definitely yeah. an interesting one because they are both injured. So I mean, why not, honestly, I'd throw Shy in there. I know that's three guards, but if they if they were to allow it, well, I think they'd probably toss in Steph before Shy. Yeah, Sh- is it Shy or Shay? I don't know. I hear, I hear it both ways. Yeah, in the front court, uh, saying my three. I mean, for the Eastern Conference. I mean, I, I'd probably take I'd probably take Giannis. I'd probably take KD. And then, I mean, I'm taking Jason Tatum over Joel Embiid. I mean, with just with the record the team has for a whole, that's why I got. That's why I think it should be those three guys in general because all the stats are nearly the same for all those guys. I mean, just bringing it up real quick, Giannis is averaging 32, 5, and 12. Joel Embiid, 33, 10, and 4. Um, Jason Tatum, 31, 8, and 4. And Kevin Durant. 36 and five. So, I mean, they're all absolutely incredible. And I mean, the defensive end, they've all been pretty successful as well. KD more as a whole, um, their team's defense has been up tremendously. So, I mean, whoever it is, like you said, well-deserved, um, but I'm uh, probably sitting down and beat there. And then in the front court, I mean, you know, I've been voting my ass off for Jalen Brown, but <laughs> um, he's, I wouldn't say he's been taking a step down, but it's hard to be super dominant when you got Jason Tatum right next to you and to have the stats that Donovan Mitchell and Kyrie Irving. I mean, I don't know. Ky- I mean, his stats aren't even as insane, but he's, you know, it's Kyrie Irving. I'm honestly probably taking Kyrie and Jalen Brown there, but it's going to be Donovan Mitchell, and I'm okay with that. Jalen Brown's been tremendous this season, dude. I agree. He's been absolutely incredible. Donovan Mitchell's been... He's been lights out. He's been yeah, better. the seventy-one is all anyone needs to say. He's averaging twenty-nine, uh, four and five, basically. Yeah, Jalen Brown's averaging twenty-seven, seven and three. So yeah, they have similar stats. Yeah, I'm giving it. I think with Donnie coming to a new team and making the impact that he has, is why he deserves a spot more. Yeah, how about a Donnie Jalen? Uh, it's not bad. No, I mean cool. Kyrie still deserves that. I mean, he's turned that franchise. He's been turning up. Yeah. He's been turning up. He has. The one name that I didn't look for on the uh, guards list for the Eastern Conference was Darius Garland. Where is he on that? Is he even in um, the top He's 10? at the 10 spot. 10 spot? He has less votes than Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose is in the top 10. <laughs> Another name I thought you were going to check where, out. Uh, he's at uh, 220,000 votes. Halliburton is up there. Where? He's at the 8. Lamelo's at 7. 
Demar's in a guard spot at six. Dre give me Young. a give me a Darius Garland stats. Um, Darius Garland this season. Uh, if you just give me a second as we're rounding out this show, um, Darius Garland is you know a twenty-one uh, eight and two and a half rebounds. All right. So it's, twenty-one eight and three. I get why he's not up there, but yeah, I mean he's playing. I mean he he's should still definitely playing really be well. He shoots forty-five percent. Um, he does what he needs to do. He's a facilitator on the team, and he's another scorer next to Donovan Mitchell. I mean, he's, he's a great player. Um, but, yeah. you know, there's some superstars. He gets overshadowed a little bit. Donovan Mitchell is the better player. I know at the beginning of the season I thought Darius Garland might be the Cavs, still the main guy, but Donovan, Donovan Mitchell is dude. like that. Yeah. He's I'm, glad, I'm, glad you've, I'm glad you've come to now, realization Watching the Cavs, that. like Donovan Mitchell is, you know, he's the guy they give the last shot to. Like, You'd agree 100% that them trading uh, Colin Sexton away was the right move, right, and Laurie Markkinen? Oh, 100%. I'm not even a Cavs fan. I do not like them at all. But, yes, that was the right move. It was the right move Went at the time. Mode. But Laurie is playing so good right now. I thought he was too low on the front court list in the um, Western Conference. But. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you got to give a lot of credit to those guys in the West. I mean, Paul George, he's very slept on. I get it. Their team's not playing that great. Um, Andrew Wiggins, I'd probably put Laurie in front of him. Um, yeah, he should be in the top five, honestly. He's well-deserving. Dude, he averages like um, 28 points a game. <laughs> uh, I don't know about 28, but... That's one more. Look that up, and then we can be done. See, but it's crazy because <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> the Jazz, they've taken a tumble, man. Three and seven in their last 10. Um, they've been losing a lot recently. They're at 20 and 23 in the 11 spot. Yeah. I definitely mean, definitely something that's been uh, blowing up over time. Laurie Markkinen's leading the team at... 24 and a half, eight rebounds, two assists, shoots 53%. I mean, he's a yeah, definitely I mean, not a, a team to keep an eye on with, you know, with Clarkson, Colin Sexton, Malik Beasley. Hopefully, Kelly Olinick gets back soon. Uh, Alexander Walker, Walker, you know, all those guys. They got a solid team, but they've really, really been struggling lately. So, interesting to see if Will Hardy can get the team together and get them back up because um, I'd like to see them in a play on playing game. That'd be really cool. Um, but, I mean, any any last thoughts you want to uh, say for the NBA before we round out this show? No, not I don't really have a lot. NBA has been kind of steady recently. It's been steady, but it's been really fun to it watch. Been, in my opinion, it has been I've really, really been enjoying watching the NBA this season. I mean, I the scoring's s- been off the charts. I mean, my boys—they have the best record in the league. Um, the Warriors, who I can't stand, they've been iffy sitting at 500. I mean, there's a whole, there's a long season to go. Let's be real. They're probably going to finish at like the three seed. Yeah. But I mean, I'll say what I did last week. I'm excited to see the Pelicans healthy again with Zion and yeah. BI. I think yeah. they can really still make noise in the West, finish at a top four seed even. No, the West is really interesting right now. Right now, it's looking like, you know, the Warriors, uh, the Nuggets, uh, the Grizzlies, and the Pelicans as those top guys. Yeah. Um, and the Mavericks, they've been playing really well in sh- uh, lately too, ain't two in their last 10. Luca's been getting it done with Dinwiddie and Christian Wood and company. So, yeah, the West is definitely definitely um, a fun one that you want to keep eyes on as that's going to be fluctuating as the season continues. But that's going to do it for this episode of Lance's House Sports. Thank you guys for always tuning in. We're enjoying it more and more as we continue. We're on episode 15 now, aren't we? Like, that's pretty crazy. Um, Time's been moving really fast and we're looking forward to keep doing more for you guys. But, Um, That'll be it, and we'll see you guys next week.